Hey there, Patriots. I am so excited today. We have something so fun. I have my wonderful friends who are so have always been working behind the scenes to help me, and they are going to help us today on a video where we're going to be doing a, a summary of Revelation. Everyone say, hey, Freedom Force Battalion. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm so thankful for my wonderful friends, Debbie. Hello, Debbie. Hello. Tammy hey. and Colleen and Christy <laughs> and, and Teresa. Yes. Hi. I didn't have her face on today, but we'll get your face next time. But yes, I'm so glad they're going to join with us. We're going to do something. We're going to have so much fun. And so just buckle up. You're going to love this. And uh, the plan is that we're going to be doing this. Um, fairly often, um, maybe like once a month at least, so that we can um, help everyone to really solidify their understanding of end times and the great news of the kingdom, as which our Lord hey. Jesus told us to do. He told us to tell the good news of the kingdom. So y'all ready? Let's, ready? let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. So if you're new here, you guys, this is my website, freedomforce.live, freedomforce.live, L-I-V-E. And that's where we have 800 plus videos about how this is uh, great news. This is the end times for them. If remember, end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us because this is biblical literally. And so this is such wonderful news. You can watch uh, 800 videos. Or you can check out the books. They're on Amazon for $2.99. Um, so check that out. So on this website, you'll notice uh, that you'll see a, a study guide right here, small group study resources. And so that's kind of what we're going to go through today. Here's the here's a little link to the book and the audio book. But here Here's a little thing that you can download the videos that go, coincide with each of the chapters. So what we're doing today is we're doing the very first part of that study. And that is um, uh, the, where it basically goes through the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the order that really happens. They, they tangled up our, our understanding of revelation and it didn't ever quite fit. Then they say, oh, because it'll all be, you know, revealed later, whatever. But the great news is, is the Lord has revealed it to us now. We now uh, understand what's what's happening and in this world. It's been a lot of a lot of mayhem, but we're going to this is basically this. This the way it goes is the tribulation happens first, which we have experienced untold tribulation. We're going to talk about that. Debbie's going to read that portion. And then that tribulation has when it was the right time, the Lord awakened us. We have awakened to who is doing all this to us. And so Teresa is going to do that one. And then I'm going to do the portion about the Armageddon battle. And so we're going to talk about that. That's we Because when we're awake, what, of course, do we do? We fight. And that's exactly what we're doing. And then, then after this, very soon, we're going to enter into a thousand years of peace on Ooh. earth. Yoo-hoo! And we're going to enter into a thousand years of peace on earth as it is in heaven, as our Lord Jesus told us. And then after that, ten, and then, okay, so Colleen's going to talk about some of the wonderful things that are going to happen in the millennial kingdom. And then Tammy is going to talk about Gog and Magog battle. You've never probably heard about the Gog and Magog battle. They never talk about that because once you know about the Gog and Magog battle, everything that they've told doesn't, war, doesn't hold up anymore. And then Christy is going to do the one about the new heaven and the new earth and how the Lord promised of this beautiful, beautiful days are coming. So, all right, let's go. The first one, go ahead, Debbie, and you get started, if you will, with, and I'm going to have to figure out how to get us 
Oh, what? Maybe it's off the screen. Let me see if I can figure out. Maybe like that. How about that? I can do it that way. Yes. Debbie, welcome and get going on Matthew 24 for us. Matthew 24 is an amazing chapter. The day is coming when you will see what Daniel, the prophet, spoke about. The sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then the those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter or on Sabbath. For there will be greater anguish than at any time since the world began. And it will never be so great again. In fact, unless the time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive. But it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Amen. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. So I was going to shout out, because we were talking about this just before we came on, that what in the world is this is this talking about? That Daniel, the prophet, spoke about this sacrilegious object that causes this desecration. And so what we have, you know, they've hidden this from us. We had no idea what was going on just beneath our feet. We did not realize what was happening to the children. We didn't know. But now we've awakened to that. We've realized that. Some people don't still don't understand. But if you remember, Tara Rodas went just the other day before Congress, and she she told before Congress, thank you so much, Lord, for Tara Rodas. She told that 85,000 children have been are missing coming across the border. It's awful. It's awful. And so what there's no explanation for such evil as that than that this in, it's intentional and it's part of their sacrifice. This is talking about right here, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration. These people are doing evil and they are, they're trafficking children. There's no, and she, she, she actually said that out loud in, in, uh, in, in Congress reader, pay attention and said, we must flee to the hills. Well, we're not fleeing. It's, it's basically saying everybody get busy and fight against this. But, Hurry, exactly, get busy. Yes, yeah. And that's exactly what we're doing, right? And so, yeah, and it's it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. And it's a dangerous thing for us, for people, kids, we, have, we have kids, our children, for nursing mothers, this whole, you know, pandemic, all this stuff, this is, it's, 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 a, it's a tough thing, right? Thank you, God, for limiting it, though. He's holding it at a limit. Amen. Thank you. And so that's an interesting thing about as far as the timing. It just makes me wonder if something's going to happen before the 2024 election. Yes. I, you know, I think from based upon that verse right there, I think that it would. But so, yeah, as far as the as far as the the tribulation, we have it's, I've, when I talk to people about end times, they say, oh, the tribulation hasn't happened yet. Well, they clearly are not awake because if it, 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 if once you understand what's been going on with the children. And then, you know, this is terrible tribulation. We've been under it. Maybe it's not the same as what you've expect to be, have bombs in the air and nuclear holocaust and all that, but the, the financial devastation and all that. So De- Debbie's going to read this other portion from Revelation chapter six, where it's talking about the four kinds of devastation that they cause. And that's what the horsemen are about. The four horsemen are, uh, she, she'll read it and then we'll talk about it. Just do, do one horse at a time, Deb. Okay. As I watched, the lamb broke the first of the seven seals on the scroll. Then I heard one of the four living beings say with a voice like thunder, come, 
I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow and a crown was placed on his head. He rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. Thank you. The, initially, people think that's Christ, but that's not. That's, that is the puppet leaders. All mm -hmm. these, all these puppet people who've been put in these positions, you know, and they're, and they're the Manchurian candidate or whatever. They were just put in these positions. It could be in the, 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 the national government, could be in the state government, could be in your school board. These people are there and they, they're not working for the good of the people. Maybe they know it. Maybe they're just a, a useful idiot. Okay. But that they're given a crown. This crown's placed on their head. You do what we tell you. You're in this position. And as soon as you don't do it, we, what you say, what we say, then you're, you know, you're out and you're out of there. And so that's what this white horse, everyone thinks, oh, yay, this is the good guy. They're this, you know, and we've always all of our lives respected these people in these positions of authority. We're like, oh, yay. Oh, yay for the Democrats. Oh, or oh, yay for the Republicans. But it's if they're if they're not really working for the good of the people. And, you know, it, that's how they've taken over all these countries. They put puppet leaders in Africa, everywhere, everywhere. And so that's what we now realize that's, you know, what this white horse is. So tell me about another horse. When the lamb broke the second seal, I heard the second living being say, come. Then another horse appeared, a red one. Its rider was given a mighty sword and the authority to take peace from the earth. And there was war and slaughter everywhere. Yep. So this is, this is the, um, the red horse. And of course, this is from, from the wars. All these proxy wars, they have caused all this devastation to, to take over countries. We realize that now that they caused all these wars in Africa to take the precious metals and all the, for the resources out of Africa. They've done this in, um, in, um, in, in the Middle East to take the oil. The other day we had some, uh, uh, so they said, uh, there was a, they said that people were attacked on a military base. Turns out it wasn't a military base in, was it Iran? Uh, Ukraine? Where? No, it was somewhere else. I'm sorry, I can't remember right now. But the point is, uh, it, Syria maybe? Anyway, it wasn't a military base. It was an oil refinery. Oh. And that's why they didn't protect themselves. The point is, they've been taking, causing all this war, telling us on the news that it was a, a justified war, when it was really that they were doing it for um, to, to steal the resources. All right, so that's another way that they've de caused devastation on the earth. So tell me another horse, Deb. When the lamb broke the third seal, I heard the third living being say, come. I looked up and saw a black horse, and its rider was holding a pair of scales in its hand. And I heard a voice from among the four living beings saying, a loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay. And don't waste the olive oil and wine. Yes. The black horse, of course, is financial devastation. They've caused, they've taken every currency around the world and now they've manipulated it and controlled it. And that's, it's, it's destroyed the people's olive oil and wine. You know, they don't have the things that they need. And you keep wondering, why can't I get what I need at the grocery store? I work hard and I don't have enough money to buy what I need at the grocery. Okay, the, the, you don't have enough to, to you know, the, the, the barley, the, everything's so too expensive. Mm -hmm. It's because of the manipulation of the currency. And so the great news is right now that it, they, many countries are now basing their, um, their transactions in between, between countries on gold. The BRICS nations mm -hmm. are doing their transactions on gold. And 
this is right now we're here we are may 20th 2023 they're talking about this default and we know the federal reserve is bankrupt so this mm -hmm. is a very interesting moment uh, and president trump has, has said default three times it makes you wonder especially with jubilee coming with the, with the beautiful bundle of grain behind us that what is you know are we about to be you know have what looks like oh it's terrible and it's going to be a default when it really sets us free from their funny money system mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. another way they've devastated us, clearly. And what's the fourth force? When the lamb broke the fourth seal, I heard the fourth living being say, come. I looked up and saw a horse whose color was pale green. Its rider was named Death, and his companion was the grave. These two were given authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, famine, and disease, and wild animals. Mm -hmm. That's what these people have done. What, when you're sick, what color do you turn? pale green mm -hmm. it's it's this sickness this whether it's from pfizer or from big pharma from from you know whatever they do and so we have learned that's covid yeah all all of that exactly and we're, we're learning we've got to protect ourselves and not just follow what they tell us and think for ourselves you know that's why we're working so hard with you know to detox and do whatever we can do to make sure that we are outside of their system but that's how they've done it through through puppet leaders through proxy wars through financial devastation and through through medical you know the, the disease and even the, the third leading cause of death in america is met is is pharmaceuticals <coughs> crazy and so, yeah, <laughs> try to stay away from that stuff if you possibly can. All right. So now the next one, I, let's see, who's doing the next one? Teresa, you ready? Yeah. All right. First, let's do, let's actually do, this is a, a beautiful passage in Ezekiel. And so I'm going to try to move us out of the way. And so go ahead and, and tell us what happened in Ezekiel 37. The Lord took took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to the valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, Son of man, can you see the bones becoming living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, Speak, a prophet prophetic message to these bones and say dry bones listen to the word of the lord this is what the sovereign lord says look i'm going to put breath into you and make you alive again i will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin i will put beneath into you i will put breath sorry i will put breath into you and you will come to life then you will know that i am the lord so i spoke this message just as he told me Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise. I'm sorry. That's all right. Noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then, as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then the skin formed to cover their bodies. They, were, they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the words, to the wind, son of man. Speak a pro prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke this message as he commanded me and breath came into the bodies. They all came to life and stood up to their feet, a great army. 
Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying, We have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore prophesy to them and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. O oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, O oh, my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Man, <laughs> love that. Isn't that a wild Wild I love scripture. That. I do too. I love that. So that's what we've experienced. And that's, you know, this is, you know, we thought we were good as dead. Can we live again? Human, humanity, let's just be honest. Humanity has been as good as dead because, yeah. of what, because of what Debbie was just reading about. They have done so much damage to us. And now y'all know that the number one issue that we have, Elon was saying, and I agree, is to, to be able to, to continue to procreate. Because mm. if we don't turn this thing around now, humanity is done. We won't mm -hmm. be able to continue to procreate. You know, first of all, they get the, you know, newsflash, boys with boys don't make a baby. Girls with girls don't make a baby, right? Transgender stuff doesn't make a baby. And now with they, they've harmed our, our reproduction with this pandemic. But in Jesus' name, we're going to live again. Mm. They will not snuff us out in Jesus' name. Because he's going to breathe his spirit into Amen. us. Amen. 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 And that's the, that, you know, poor Ezekiel was like, you, Lord only knows. <laughs> only you know. But yes, the Lord is able. And that's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing. And, and some people who haven't experienced the awakening, then they probably, they don't realize what's going on. And so don't feel bad, you know, that they don't accept that you, you're like, yes, there is a great, a great movement going on. We know that we know that the Lord has, has awakened each of us personally, right? Just yeah. like when in salvation, yeah, I'll breathe into you and you will come to life. Isn't that yeah. a beautiful, all these little bones like bone connected to the ankle bone, ankle bone connected to the leg bone, right? They heard the word of the Lord, right? I love it. I love it. So yeah, and not to be, the, not, hope is not gone because of the Lord, because of the Lord. If it wasn't for the Lord, we'd be toast for sure. But this <laughs> coincides with Revelation 11, 11. And I'm not going to get into a Revelation 11. That's a whole nother video. But tell us, <laughs> Teresa, what is Revelation 11, 11 and 12? But after three and a half days, God breathed life into them, and they stood up. Terror struck all who were staring at them. Then a loud voice from the heaven called to the two prophets, Come up here. And they rose to the heaven in a cloud as their enemies watched. Amen. That's it. I love That's that. One. I love that. <laughs> love that. What were you saying, Teresa? I said, ooh, I love that. It's wonderful. I yeah. know. Just rise up and win. That's yeah. right. That's right. So yeah, and uh, uh, so many people see eleven eleven, and of course that's Veterans Day is eleven eleven, and yeah. we we see it all the time. I still see it. I don't know if you guys do. That's the awakening verse. If you see eleven eleven, you guys, it's because it's the awakening verse, yes. and that's it's just about what God has done. And then look at terror struck all who were staring at them. They're in 
they're in great panic. They're in great panic. Before I, before I forget, I'm going to show you guys real super quick. When you go onto the website, freedomforce.live, you'll see this sign of the Son of Man that he was talking about. This sign that the Lord put in the heavens for us, much like the Bethlehem star, is that sign. It's also called the woman in labor in the Old Testament. Many Like 18 times it talks about the woman in labor. And that when they see that sign, they'll be in great panic. They'll be in great panic because they know we're awake now. We see what they're doing and we are, we're rising up to fight them. Like Teresa was saying, um, that we, we're, we come up here, we come up here to positions of authority, right? Christy, we come up in here to positions of, of where we're, we are fighting them and we won't stop. This amazing. This loud voice says, come up here. <laughs> let's, let's fight them. Let's be on the high ground so that we can see what to do and, and, and to fight them. Some people say, oh, that's when we're taken to, to heaven. No, that's not what it's talking about. That was part of their deception. And, but they're in great terror, not because we're leaving, because, but they're in terror because they're leaving. It's end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us in Jesus' name. All right. So next, we're going to have me. <laughs> why am i talking so much okay so let's go to revelation um da, 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 da. okay what i made to mark my, my own verse okay revelation 19 17 through 21 so this is the point okay as i was let me show you about my, my picture we've had we've realized there's been devastating tribulation they've caused this for years and years and years and now it's just gotten to the point where we realize who's doing all this to us we've awakened this amazing great awakening the lord has breathed life into us and we've awakened and now what are we going to awaken awaken to do we're going to fight this battle okay this great battle of armageddon so and that don't don't let it freak you out that i'm talking about that we're in the battle of armageddon this is just the battle to take down these evildoers okay just if you if that makes you feel better do it that way but this is what it talks about in revelation 19 it says it talks about saw an angel standing in the sun shouting the vultures flying high in the sky come gather together for the great banquet god has prepared come eat the flesh of kings generals and strong warriors of horses and their riders of all humanity both uh free and slaves small and great it, it's not just the wealthy it's anybody who's been part of their part of their evil their evil team and in a kind of strange language says come and eat the flesh it's it's a it's kind of this battle cry of let's let's go get them let's go get them let's destroy them it's, it's really just kind of more picturesque language than what we're accustomed to verse 19 i saw the beast and the kings of the world and their armies gathered together to fight against the one sitting on the horse and his army we are that amazing army the lord there's no doubt about it we are this army we fight every day if, if you aren't fighting every day it's maybe because you weren't called to be part of the army in revelation 14 it talks about god calling certain ones to be part of the army and that's okay you know god has called certain ones to be in this battle um and the ones who are know they are and they can't stop so there's there you go so um that the beasts uh, uh they're all fighting against the ones sitting on the horse then this is, let me back up in, in this passage right here. It talks about this beautiful, this is a real white horse. This is our Lord Jesus with the true white horse. He's not the fake leader. He's the real leader. His name is faithful and true. And he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at this. His eyes were like flames of fire and his head on his head were many crowns. And a, no one, uh, a name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood. And his title was the word of God. <laughs> The armies of heaven dressed, and we're fighting alongside angels, you guys. The armies dipped in, uh, dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on white horses. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. When it talks about nations, it don't think about nations as in like Italy. Think of nations as in evildoers. 
Okay, this it, it's a it's not a very good translation. He'll rule them with an iron rod. He'll release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe and his thigh was written a title: King of Kings and Lord of Lords. See, that's the real one who deserves the white horse, right? And that's so different than the counterfeit that we talked about over there. That that with the this is really him. This is really our right. Jesus. Exactly, because the other one was was a fake leader. Right. The, and really the Antichrist, the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. And it's not one person. It's the anti, the, the, uh, these fake people who are put, putting themselves in wearing the crown and in this position of authority when mm -hmm. they're not, they're not submitting to the, the authority of Christ. So I saw the king, I'm, I'm sorry, the beast was captured. Look at that. The beast was captured. That's what we're in the battle of Armageddon and the beast will be captured. And with him, the false prophet who did mighty miracles on behalf of the beast. Now, we're going to do this on another video, but that's basically the church and the state. Both of the ones have been hijacked, and they will be both of them cast out. The ones who've been running the religious institutions for evil, the ones who've been running the governments for evil, they'll be cast out. They're cast, uh, they'll, they're the ones who've done these miracles that deceived all who accept the mark of the beast. I'm sorry, uh, and who worshiped his statue. We're going to talk about the mark of the beast on another video, but the point about this is that they, the ones who've accepted to be part of this evil uh, plot against humanity, those who, who've accepted that. Now, some people, like I was saying earlier, are just useful idiots, but these are the ones who have actually joined in league with them and they knowingly have done it. Both the, both the beast and the false prophet were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Their entire army was killed by the sharp sword that came from the mouth of the one riding on the white horse. And the vultures all gorged themselves on the dead bodies. We're going to destroy these ones. We have to. It cannot be like the Nuremberg trials. It cannot be where they get away and they proliferate like they did after World War II. We have to destroy them from the face of the earth. And that's where we all have to be tough and strong and say, no, treason, death penalty. That's right. what we have to be, we have right. to be tough. If, we are, if, we are, if we're lily livered and wimp out, then we'll, then we'll get to have all this work for nothing. And of course, President Trump's not gonna allow that. He knows, he, he says he's our retri retribution. We have to bring down retribution. And that's exactly yeah. what it talks about here in Revelation 19. Um, yeah. And then this one is in Revelation 16, um, again, talking about this battle of Armageddon. This is the passage in Revelation 16 where it talks about um, Armageddon. It says, then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the Euphrates and it dried up so the kings from the earth from the east could march their armies toward the west without hindrance. And I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs leap from the mouths of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. They are demonic spirits who work miracles and go out to the rulers of the world to gather them for the battle against the Lord on that great judgment day of God, the almighty. Okay. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail on this, but basically I think that the Euphrates is a natural uh, barrier and I, they have broken down all our borders. They've broken down all to, to destroy our culture. And, and they, and these demonic spirits that are speaking lies through every source, through the corporations with all this woke, corporation stuff through the mainstream media through the government all this they're they're speaking in one voice this these lies demonic lies um but they're all gathering to destroy to for this great judgment day of god he says look i'll come as unexpectedly as a thief blessed are all who are watching for me who keep their clothing ready so they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed and i just got to be honest those who don't understand what's going on it's embarrassing <laughs> It's embarrassing. It's like, come on, are you kidding me? But they're but they're brainwashed. 
the great news is because we have been saying, wanting to watch and listen to the Lord, we are not walking around and embarrassed and ashamed. We know what's going on, right? And the demonic spirits gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place called, with the Hebrew name, Armageddon. It's not a physical place in the Middle East. It's not about that. It's that we're fighting everywhere. You know, over the walls, through the windows, we are we are fighting for humanity uh, because of speaking truth. You know, so it's it's not about a, going to a physical battle. It's we're doing battle from our laptops and our phones. You know, isn't that amazing, you guys? In Jesus. Amazing. All right. So now, next is Colleen. She's going to talk about once we cast these creeps out, what happens then? Colleen, tell us the good news. We're ready. Okay. Okay, then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with a key to the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, the old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in chains for a thousand years. The angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked so Satan could not <laughs> deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. For this is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. For them, the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. Woohoo! Okay. Awesome. Sorry, I'm messing up the screen, you guys. Sorry about that. I hope that's uh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. I was trying to be helpful, and that clearly was not. But isn't that amazing? Thank you so much for calling for reading that beautiful passage to us. Isn't that amazing? A thousand years of peace. So I'm not. I'm, I didn't make this up. This is clearly in the Word of God. I wanted everybody to see that whole passage, but I can't figure out how to make us where we can all be like that. But anyway, um, yeah. So, did you have something you wanted to shout out about that passage, Colleen, that you that you liked? Well, I just—it's the opposite of everything that's happening now. There'll be no chemtrails. There's going to be our brainwashed, you know, family members. We're going to be reconciled. We're going to be restored. It's going to be. We're alive to witness this amazing, amazing time. We're not going to be controlled anymore. We're going to be able to think and love and um, we can rest. There'll be safety. Our children, you know, won't be having all of these issues that babies are having, you know, and uh, I'm just excited. Uh, it's going to be uh, glorious. Glorious. Uh, uh, exactly. If we can, once we get through this battle of Armageddon, once we get these people out of here, and that's what everybody is waiting on, is this day when these people will be gone. The Bible says we'll look for our enemies and we won't be able to find them. And then we'll realize all that all the mayhem was caused by them. And yeah, and can you imagine, you know, you've, you've all been in a, in a classroom situation where there's one kid who's causing a lot of mayhem. And you uh -huh. take that one kid out of the classroom. We're like, okay, you need to have a timeout. And then everybody's at peace. It's going to be mm -hmm. kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. For a thousand years, they mm -hmm. came to life again and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Yay. So it, biblically, we are on, we're entering into the seventh 
day, the Sabbath rest, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, the age of the Lord is a, like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. So we're entering into that thousand years. So we've had 6,000 years since Adam. Adam to Abraham was 2,000. Abraham to Jesus was 2,000. Jesus to now is 2,000. So that's 6,000 years. So now we're entering into that 7,000th year. Everyone's been saying we're ready for Christ's return. They knew that on the timeline that that's where we were. They just expected us to leave. They've been brainwashed into thinking we'll leave and not that we will have his kingdom come as will be done on earth as it is in heaven or that that Sabbath thousand years. I hope that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. And uh, what do y'all think about that? Pa- well, we probably shouldn't get into all this, but this whole passage about that, um, verse six, blessed are holy is in, for, uh, who, for those who share in the first resurrection. For them, the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and with Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. What do y'all think that means? Because we're believers, we're not going to have to deal with that second death. I'm so excited about being able, that promise of eternal life with God in heaven, wherever heaven is, if it's here, you know, right. but being able to be with him will be heaven. Right. And, that's um, true. That's true. And it says, it says that he will, the Lord himself will live among us. The Lord himself will be here for a thousand years. Amazing. So, you know, but this, it says that there are some who take part in this first resurrection. The rest of the dead didn't come back to life until a thousand years had ended. But there's something special about some. It seems to me, if I'm reading it correctly, it seems to me that there's there are some who will not taste death. That they've been they will be given, you know, the ability to live on and on and on. You know, I'll just I'll just throw this out there. Just imagine someone who's a great a great patriot that they can. It wouldn't it be great if we had someone that we could say this person was there during Armageddon. They yeah. were faithful and they fought in Armageddon and they've been, they're still here like Methuselah 900 years later. <laughs> right. And so that brings up now that I finally got our, our, our screen. Sorry, I messed up the screen. Y'all, y'all know me technical, whatever issues, but anyway, I'm so glad we, I can now actually see the screen, uh, the verses that we're reading. So now we can watch as Colleen reads to us about this glorious, beautiful days ahead from Isaiah 65. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and delight in my people and the sound of weeping and crying will be heard in it no more. No longer will babies die when only a few days old. No longer will adults die before they have lived a full life. No longer will people be considered old at 100. Only the cursed will die that young. In those days, people will live in the house they build and eat the fruit of their own vineyards. Unlike the past, invaders will not take their houses and confiscate their vineyards. For my people will live as long as trees, and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard-won gains. They will not work in vain, and their children will not be doomed to misfortune. Amen. Praise the Lord. Right there. That's exciting. Isn't that amazing? This is the millennial kingdom, you guys. This is the millennial kingdom. Colleen got the funnest one, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. I can't even wait. It, it uh, you know, it, when I first woke up and and then we started hearing some things on the board about these beautiful bright days. I'm like, oh wait, wait, wait. I need to rethink everything. And so it's a beautiful. It's it's so wonderful to have this vision, this understanding of that where we're headed. It's beautiful, bright, glorious days. Uh, and what that, we put our hand to will prosper, and we will enjoy the fruit of our labor. 
Yes, 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 exactly. Uh -huh. won't, people won't come in and confiscatory taxes no more. <laughs> Amazing. You know, and your children will not be duped uh -huh. to misfortune. Right. Mm -hmm. Another passage in Isaiah 6 talks about our children coming home. And another mm -hmm. passage talks about, you know, the grain and the grapes will grow faster than they can be gathered. You know, imagine your, your pocketbook, your, your, your bank account getting full faster than you can spend it. <laughs> How about that one? Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, it. I like that one. And also this passage real quick before we go on, um, it says only the curse will die that young. It's like, what do you mean they only live to be a hundred? What happened? This is horrible. How could it be? Because just like in the day before Noah, no, and before the flood, they lived 900 years. They did it. This was normal. And that's why I love just to put a plug in for my wonderful prescribing life. You know, they are working on healing, healing your body, the uh, you know, detoxing and, 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 and restoring the nerves because that's what that's that is our inheritance, right, Christy? That is our inheritance to be well and not to have these diseases. Anyway, I love that. We could go on and on about that. I love it. Okay, listen, we've got to keep going though. So now Tammy's going to talk about after the thousand years, there's going to be a Gog and Magog battle. You ready, Tammy? Let's do it. I am. <laughs> okay. When the thousand years come to an end, Satan will be let out of his prison. He will go out to deceive the nations called Gog and Magog. And in every corner of the earth, he will gather them together for battle, a mighty army, as numberless as sand along the seashore. And I saw them as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people and the beloved city. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. Then the devil, who had deceived them, was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Yay. <laughs> uh, right okay, at least you got to the good part at the end but yeah I, I, this is not my favorite passage that it says <laughs> let out of his prison because in the, a passage that i've read earlier statement or, or that, that colleen did he's cast into into the pit and he's there for a thousand years but the reason for this is because the lord wants us to get to the point where heaven and earth merge I'm gonna. I'm not stealing your thunder, Christy, because uh, that's gonna be your net, your sex. But but where you know he wants us to be, where there's no more death on this earth, because in the millennial kingdom there's still there's still death. Okay, people they live longer. Have, you know we don't have all this mayhem, but there's still death, and he he's moving us to that eighth day. The eighth day is where we have we have this uh, the blessing of no more death. No more sorrow, no more crying. So he wants to get us there. So, but then he also is going to completely destroy Satan after this. Okay. And so basically here is, um, here's a picture of this fire coming down from heaven to destroy. Kind of like this reminds you of Ezekiel. Remember Ezekiel? Was it? No, Elijah. I'm sorry. Elijah bring and calling down fire from heaven. Okay. And so that's what the Lord is going to do with these evildoers. Okay, but this comes from a passage in Ezekiel chapter 38. Okay, so this is talking about uh, these the, these demons and how they are uh, going to attack. But it's after a thousand years, so don't, don't worry, everybody. It's gonna, we have a reprieve for a thousand years. But after a thousand years, there's going to be this demonic attack. So he's telling us ahead of time. Go ahead, Tim. This is another message that came to me from the Lord. 
the son of man, turn and face Gog of the land of Magog, the prince who rules over the nations of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy, prophesy against him. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. Gog, I am your enemy. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws to lead you out with your whole army, your horses and charioteers in full armor and a great horde army with shields and swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya will join you, too, with all their weapons. Gomer and all its armies will also join you, along with the armies of Beth, Togar Togarmarth, from the distant north, and many others. Get ready, be prepared, keep all the armies around you mobilized, and take command of them. A long time from now, you will be called into action. In the distant future, you will swoop down on the land of Israel, which will be enjoying peace after recovering from war and after its people have returned from many lands to the mountains of Israel. You and all your allies, a vast and awesome army, will roll down on them like a storm and cover the land like a cloud. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. At that time, evil thoughts will come to your mind, and you will devise a wicked scheme. You will say, Israel is an unprotected land filled with unwalled villages. I will march against her and destroy these people who live in such confidence. I will go to those formerly desolate cities that are now filled with people who have returned from exile in many nations. I will capture vast amounts of plunder for the people are rich with livestock and other possessions now. They think the whole world revolves around them. But Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish will ask, do you really think the armies you have gathered can rob them of silver and gold? Do you think you can drive away their livestock and seize their goods and carry off plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord. When my people are living in peace in their land, then you will rouse yourself. You will come from your homeland in the distant north with your vast cavalry and your mighty army. And you will attack my people Israel, covering their land like a cloud. At that time, in the distant future, I will bring you against my land as everyone watches, and my holiness will be displayed by what happens to you, God. Then all the nations will know that I am the Lord. So there you go. This is daunting. This is daunting to think that they're going to, this is what's going to happen in the future. But again, this is after a thousand years of peace on earth. And as it says here, um, it, 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 demons will be let out in, in verse 11. It, you'll say Israel's an unprotected land filled with unwalled villages. Imagine this, girls. Imagine the day coming when we don't have to have walls. We don't have to have, you know, we're not having wars. Everything's been at peace for a thousand years. And they're like, well, look, we can go and attack them because the demonic forces will say we can attack them easily because they don't have, you know, everything's been at peace. They haven't had to have, have everything walls, right? And, 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 and um, can, you know, can you imagine not having to lock your doors, right? Uh, I'll march against her and destroy those who live in such confidence. That's what, that's what the, the and that is exactly what, <clears throat> what you were just reading to us, that they'll come down. And to see the nations in every corner, and uh, you know they'll go up and, and try to destroy God's people. I saw them mm. as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people and the beloved city, right? But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. And this is what the Lord will do, as it says in Ezekiel thirty-eight. It said that um, 
I, uh, I'm, the Lord said he was their enemy. He says, and my holiness, my holiness will be displayed by what happens to you, Gog. So this, so what's going to happen then is that says they'll be thrown into the lake of, uh, of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. They're already there. They never get out. The, the new world order never gets out. There they'll be tormented day and night forever and ever. Forever and ever. They never get out again. But then at this point, and we're going to let Christy do her part, is the heaven and earth uh, merging. So the, I hate to even bring up Gog and Magog. I just want to stay on Colleen's part about the millennial kingdom. But I want everyone to know they've confused us because they, they, they didn't really talk about Gog and Magog. There's a battle after the thousand years of peace when Satan is completely de destroyed. And then is the wonderful news about what um, Christy's going to read to us. Yes. All right. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth where the old heaven and the old earth, the old earth has disappeared and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, write this down for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, it is finished. I am the alpha and the omega. The beginning and the end to all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings and I will be their God and they will be my children. Yay. That's so wonderful. Makes me cry. I'm so ready. I know, I know, I know. Well, that's in a thousand years, so <laughs> don't get too ready for that. <laughs> it's going to take a minute. It's going to be a minute, but that's so wonderful. No more pain. All that will be gone forever. That's the eighth day. That's the eight eight thousandth year. Okay, and so the, the heaven and earth will merge. Okay, it's not that we're going somewhere else. This is this earth is where he's. It's everything's going to merge here and, and and make it kind of like the Garden of Eden, paradise restored you've ever heard of that book but yeah so it was where we're headed and that's why the lord jesus had us had to, us go into the world and preach the gospel and, and have believers all over the world so we could we could let me go back to our beautiful picture that we would wake up and then when it was right at the exact time the lord gave us at this moment in time he had us wake up he wanted us to wake up and then we would we would fight this battle We'd enjoy a thousand years of peace on earth, right. and then fight this final, final battle, and then have heaven on earth. And new bodies, no more dying, no more crying, no more pain at all. That's where we're headed. This is the truth. This is the truth of Revelation. And uh, I'm so thankful we're living in, in this beautiful day, this, this kind of daunting day. But we're we're living in a day where we're live to see this millennial kingdom. Uh oh, oh, I guess it's Tess. Okay, so um, does anyone have before we before we jet before we pray? Does anyone have something else they wanted to add about what we have just studied? 
Thank you for making it more clear to us. Thank you so much. Yes, well, that I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so I'm so glad. And I think this is. I think we're going to really enjoy this study. And so the next one, in the, some of the next ones we're going to do, we're going to dig down deeper and hopefully answer some more questions about, you know, well, what about this? Because I know what we've talked about today probably raises a lot of questions. And so we'll we'll get to it. Okay, just hang on tight. If you want to, you can go ahead and get the, the books and the audio books right here on the, the these, these books right here on, um, on Amazon. The audio books are on freedomforce.live and you can be studying and then you'll, if you want to look at the, at the schedule, you'll see how we're going to move forward in, in each of our studies and um, just, just enjoy the show. All right. So before we go, Christy, would you please pray for us? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so God, so much, God, for just um, your wisdom and discernment. Holy Spirit, you're here to guide us into all truth. And we just thank you for revelation. And we just thank you for um, Melissa. And we just ask for protection around her and her family and the Freedom Force Battalion, God, that we're banding together. And we're, we're speaking boldly about your truth. And so the truth sets us free. And Father, we just thank you that you are you're doing that for us right now. And we bless your name. We esteem your word for your word is true. We count every man a liar, but your word is true and you are not a liar. And God, we just love you and we just esteem the word of the Lord and we just praise you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 I love you guys. I'm so glad that we got Amen. together to do this. You guys hang on with me. I'm going to tell the, the, the battalion and I'll, um, vibe it. And you guys just sit tight because I want to um, thank you guys for joining with me, the battalion, as well as my wonderful Debbie, Tammy, Colleen, Christy, and Teresa. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you later. <laughs>